never ending story. La 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 la. Never ending story. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Ty Go to the Movies with special guest Tim Davis. This is the podcast where our, all three of us went and saw a movie at our local Regal Cinema Theater. And now we're going to talk about it in Matt's Honda Pilot, in the parking structure right next to the movie theater. Uh, we're going to talk about such things as, should you see this movie? Should you not see this movie? Should you snack during it? Do you need to pay attention? Can you bring your kids? Can you bring a date? Should you go alone? We don't know. We're going to talk about it or not talk about it. We're going to let our feelings fly and, you know, wherever they land is where they land. I am Todd Dover. And I'm Matt Malloy, and my feelings are flying high after this one, Todd. <laughs> I don't know what I'm feeling, even. But, uh, yeah, we saw a movie. This movie is called The Boy and the Heron. It is about a boy and a heron. Um, and much, much more. But first, Tim, is there anyone famous in this movie? This is an animated movie, so it's There's kind of a... There's not. This is a Japanese animation movie, and uh, <coughs> the director, however, is well-known. His name is... Hayao Miyazaki. He's known for many of the movies he's released that have had American success over the years. Um, and this is just his latest one. There you go. So, yeah, our second consecutive uh, movie in Japanese with subtitles. Our last one being Godzilla Minus One. Um, but here we are. If you're listening are. to this chronologically. Yes, as everyone should. Yeah. Start well, at the beginning. What, what are you doing if yeah. you're not? Come yes. on. Start when they were five minutes long, and yeah. now they're like 25 long minutes long. <laughs> yes. So, um, so what's this movie about? Well, that is a deep question. That <laughs> is a very deep question. So, I'll, I'll paint this with pretty broad strokes, because I think you, you lose... A, there's a lot of twists and turns, yep. and you lose a lot from... I also think the only consensus that I came out of the movie is that this movie took place during World War II Japan era. Yes. Which That's, also, like Godzilla Minus One. Yeah. So. Yes. Um, right. So, yes, it takes place during World War II, and uh, it focuses on a boy named, what's his name? Mahito. Mahito. Yeah, focuses on him. Um, he's, he's the boy, and the boy and the heron. And um, it, we, we, we meet him uh, in Tokyo, and uh, his mother works at a hospital, and the hospital's on fire. And the... Uh, I don't know what's happening next to us, but this woman is crawling into, I hope, is her car. She's turned the car on with her phone, and is yeah. looking for something. Right. <laughs> yes. It's always an adventure here in yeah. downtown and the, Laurel. There's a mini car show behind us where now they're like turning on the cars and they're all souped up Honda Civics. <laughs> yes. This is an interesting day. It yeah. is an interesting day. Well, anyway, uh, so back to a uh, boy, boy and, 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 <laughs> and, uh, and his heron? No, boy and, and the heron. A boy and the heron, yes. Right. Okay, so in Japan. he's in Japan, he's in Tokyo, his mom dies in a hospital fire. And then um, he ends up moving out to the countryside after, uh, I guess, a couple years. Um, yeah, four years, I think, to be exact. Yeah, where uh, his father is now uh, marrying the sister of his yes. dead wife. So the father has now married the aunt of the boy, Mojito. No. Mojito. Ma Ma Mojito. Not Mojito. Not that's, Mojito. That's, that's something not completely different. <laughs> Mahito. 
Um, so yeah, so Mahito is here in the countryside now uh, with his his uh, stepmom, who's also his aunt, and she's gonna have a baby, and that is when he starts uh, seeing. Uh, the heron. The heron shows up. The heron is uh, much more sort of, um, uh, I don't know, gregarious than most herons. Yes. <laughs> uh, and seems to be sort of trying to form a relationship with uh, Mahito. And then, uh, you know, at some point the heron starts talking and uh, we learn the heron might not be just a heron. And then uh, we're off to the races. Yeah. Well, I guess the next sort of salient point is that his aunt mother disappears, and uh, he goes on he goes on kind of a journey to find her. Journey yeah. is definitely. Um, and he goes to a nearby magical tower and is transported to other worlds. And there's various guide people along the way, um, and you know. It, it it's really unexpected what yeah. happens almost at every turn adventures from there. Ensue. Adventures ensue, um, and you know, eventually he finds his aunt mother, and and everyone lives aunt happily mother. happily ever after, uh, or do they? Yes. Well, depending that, on your interpretation. Depending on your own mm -hmm. interpretation. Yes. So that's really all I can say about it. Um, you, this is one where a plot summary is not going to help you enjoy the movie. Um, and too detailed of a plot summary will detract from, I guess, uh, experience. your experience. Yeah. So I'll leave it with that. And I'll say, Todd, have you ever owned a pet heron? Do you want to? And what are your feelings about this movie? I don't know. The pet heron in this movie really freaked me out at times. So I, I don't know if I, I want that you. floating around my house. Um, okay. This is going to be a hard one because yeah. there's a lot of good things going for this movie. Like, it's, I'm sure we're all going to land on, well, maybe, I don't want to be presumptuous, but that this is a beautiful movie. Like, uh, all yeah. these movies from, from Miyazaki. Miyazaki is. Yeah. Like, um, and that's, like, no matter what, even if I'm not connected with the movie, I can still be taken away by the movie because of the his style. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And typically, his movies surround around around a war, um, either a, a real war or like a fictional war in another world. And most of his movies are kind of like um, you know drawing parallels to like other worlds and war and stuff like that. Definitely and this a is storyteller. Yeah, this is so. This falls in line with what he tip. I feel like is typically part of his movies, except for I felt the biggest drawback for me in this movie was there is nothing like spell like you, you just don't know like nothing is like ever yeah. truly talked about holy crap this woman um now her alarm is going off in case you can hear yeah, that in the background she doesn't uh, she doesn't have keys right she's just... got everything but keys yeah. So uh um, open the door, she's able to anyway. We're gonna we're gonna push push through. Yep. Um so that's distracting during the movie, is that like you're not given I mean you're kinda given an idea of what's happening, but everything is thrown at you so fast and it's like so I felt myself going through the same emotions, range of emotions of this is beautiful, I'm in, this is weird, you're what losing me. <laughs> like now I'm really lost, I can't follow what's happening. 
oh, it's beautiful, I'm back in. Like, right, yeah, I yeah. felt that cycle through the entire movie. And I at no point was I like, do I want this to wrap up? I'm done with this. Like, right. I was there for the whole movie. Um, but I just felt like, opposed to some of his, the other movies that Miyazaki has made, I felt like this one was un... Like, undescribed. Like, you just move mm-hmm. from one thing to another, and near the end, you get a loose idea, kind of, of what's happening, but nothing super solid, and um, it just... It, and that was a distractor for me. Like, I still thought it was a good movie. I still thought it was very, very beautiful. I'm interested in watching it again with the English cast. We saw it um, in subtitles. Um but I, I think for most people, you know what... You, if you're a fan of Miyazaki films, you're going to go see this no matter what. Um, is this a movie you should take a kid to? I, I don't know. Your kid will be real lost. Yeah, uh, this one's uh, not but, not you know, it, it is like... Miyazaki films sometimes are very, very comparable to Disney films in the yeah. sense that sometimes you're just thrown into a Disney world and there's not really an explanation. You just kind of go with it. And, and this is like one of those examples. So... Um, I, I enjoyed it. I will be mowing it over in my mind for a while at this point. Um, but I would say if you're interested at all, I was very pumped to see this movie and I'm not walking out disappointed. I'm walking out a little bit more confused than I would like to be, but I was there for the ride and, um, I enjoyed most of it. I wish I had gotten a little bit more. I wish things were a little bit clearer. Um, but you know, uh, it was there, and I, I'm enjoying my time in it. So I would recommend it, I guess. Like, you know, if you're a kind of person who needs things exactly spelled out, you need to know exactly what's happening at all times, this is not the movie for you. Um, but in general, I would say go see this movie. I like to support movies like this and because and, I want to see more of them. Um, so I would say if you're in the same boat as me, absolutely go see it. Absolutely go see it in theaters. It's a beautiful enough movie that I think it, it's going to warrant a theater viewing. Um, but, you know, that's going to be me. I think if you can let go and not think about the hows and the whys and the super spelled out what's going on, then, you know, let yourself just get caught up in the whimsical nature of these movies. Like, let yourself go a little bit, which is really hard for me to do. So I understand why, <laughs> like... Mm. I couldn't do that. But if you're a person who can, just let yourself get swept up like, and uh, enjoy it. So I'm going to recommend it. I think um, you know there is a certain audience that's going to see this no matter what that we say. Um, but if you're on the fence about it, I say go see it. You know, I think this is one of the movies where several different people can see it and each person has a different idea of what's going on and, and kind of you know what the meanings are and stuff like that. And that's interesting talking points to me. So... I say go see it. That's where I'm going to land. Tim? I am in the same boat as you, Todd. I have not seen that many Miyazaki films, but I, of course, read about him and know about him. Uh, yeah, his style is unmatched. It's it, The visuals are fantastic. It's this blending of 3D, like, anime drawings mixed with, like, painting-like canvases that are gorgeous to look at, and yet they somehow move, too. It's just like... I. Every, you're, like you said, your eyes are gripped the entire time. 
by something's going on or some the way something's drawn and, and just and it's a mixture of realistic drawing and then also fantastical totally cartoon only kind of stuff and it's just it's hard to it's, you just get swept away by these visuals that you he clearly works a lot on and, and you know spends most of his effort on making it look good and sound good and it's just yeah there's there's a visual feast going on um, you're right this one in the story this is very much a open to interpretation kind of story where you could get all kinds of different things from it I mean I would say the themes of it are definitely like loss and dealing with destiny and like what you're meant to do with your life and stuff like that which is all you know universal questions we all have anyway and uh, that's where it reached me when it when some of the things it was going for. Was it clear the whole time? No. There are times where you're just throwing some stuff and you just go, whoa, okay, sure. But like you said, because everything's so great to look at, you kind of want to see where this journey's taking you, even if it zigzags all over the place into what is this? Um, so like, you don't get bored. You don't get, uh, you don't let your mind doesn't get a chance to wander because there's just so much to look at. So uh, it's a fascinating movie. Um, I wouldn't say it's it's you know a great amazing movie, but it's definitely worth your time. And de I like your like you said, the theater experience really enhances these visuals. Yeah, sure, it'll be fine on a home screen, but like that something about the theater experience just always enhances a movie like this. Yeah, it's yeah. also not the it's yeah. it's definitely to me not the not the best Miyazaki film no. like. So no, but it's just it's nice to look at, and I would even argue the music was nice. It's, it's mm -hmm. a lot of simple piano themes at times, and it just it just adds to it. And like like I said, he, you can tell this is a guy who who crafts an entire movie experience and and takes his time in making it really come come together. Matt, well, uh, so I haven't seen any uh, of these movies by this director, and uh, I. Am happy with what I saw tonight. Yes, that was, uh, might make you open open a door there for you. Yeah, and not that I was close to those. I no, just, of course. you yeah. know, they had never come across my mm -hmm. my uh, film palette to this point. Mm -hmm. But um, I I will say that I you know I, echoing similar things, really beautiful, and, and I thought it was interesting because. In some ways, in reflecting on it, I think back to the movie Wish that we saw, Disney's yes. Wish, mm -hmm. and how they handled the animation. Mm -hmm. um, there were some similarities, but I just thought that like everything that Disney got wrong in Wish, yeah. in, okay. Wish this in this movie, supposed, this, this is, is what it's supposed, supposed to look like. To look right. like. Um, and and just like so well done with yes. with the mixtures of different types of animation, you know. Just, just really, like I said, paintings come to life at times. It yes, like. yeah, it's yes, great. really, really beautiful. Um, and another highlight for me was the sound. Um, yes. I just thought that not only was the music uh, just fitting and and well done, and and well matched to where they were in the story. Um, the sound effects were really, really kind of juicy and yeah. like, 
you know, just little things that I would just be like, oh, that's just what that should have sounded like. Yes, yeah. Uh, almost you know, almost taking me out it. of there, just yeah. like listening to the, mm-hmm. the sound effects of, you know, uh, the boy picking up a bag or something. And it just sounds right. The details, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say this is a movie of details. This is a movie of uh, focusing on, on detail uh, in a technical way that's really uh, a superior effort. Um, now the plot, the plot takes me a couple different ways. Yeah. I, I thought that the beginning of this movie was a little bit slow to start. Agreed. Um, you know, there's a lot of him getting to know the, yeah. the, uh, bird, uh, before the bird even talks to him, there's a lot of, you know, sort of attempts at connection and things like that. Um, and that part of the movie is just very slow. And then, you know, then we really pick up the pace. Um, and that is where my love of absurdity and absurd things yes. comes into play because there is plenty of just wild stuff that yeah. comes out of someone's imagination and um, and is just spilled out there on the screen. It makes me wonder if he purposely slowed it down like that so that when the journey began, you're like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, like, it was like, like. I just now that I think about it, it's like it's almost like it was purposely just here's a very basic start and then wham. Yes, yes. So um, and then you know towards the end it it really picks up and it's it's very uh, complicated in in theme and in plot and and yeah there's a, there's times where you just barely are holding on to like what are what are we even doing <laughs> what is the, what is the thread here. <laughs> Um, and then everything gets, gets resolved and wrapped up and, um, you may not come away knowing exactly how you got there, but I think you do come away with at least a feeling of peace about where everyone ended up, um, which is, which is much better for me than coming away from being like, well, wait, what happened to everyone? (laughs) I want to know like what, what the, what happened after this, this, uh, this plot that we just enjoyed. Um, that's not the case here. They they do a good job of wrapping it up. Um, so so yeah, did I like it? I liked it. I, I thought it was a nice piece of filmmaking. Um, and aside from the the pretty slow start, um, I enjoyed myself throughout. Uh, certainly the last the last half of the movie, I was very very engaged and and focused on what was going on. So. Absolutely. Like, glued to the screen. Yes. Still confused on what's going on, but right. I was eating it up. Like, right. I yeah, was like, like, like you said, I can't get enough of what's happening It right wasn't now. a, what, what are we doing? You've lost me. It's a, what are we doing? I'm just, I'm strapped in. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. So, that's me. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, getting down to business here. Uh, how many, um, there's a lot. There's a, so, many, so many things to pick from. I'm gonna say, how many king parakeets would you yes! get this yeah. movie? That's just what I was thinking of. Oh, the parakeet uh, king. The parakeet king. Um, uh, zero being the worst because then you have none, and what the heck? But the five being the best because then you got five of them, and that's just a party. So, uh, kingdom and yeah, Matt. <laughs> Well, uh, like I said, I really enjoyed this, and and uh, the Parakeet King was was a highlight of the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna go with uh, 3.9 Parakeet Kings out of five. Nice. Uh, 
I really thought that this movie was well done and, and really the only attraction for me was the slow start. I thought everything else was just so nice and so weird and that's that's for me. That's a movie for me. So It, it really is. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, 3.9 for me. Nice. Tim? I am right at a 3.5. Again, like you said, visuals, outstanding. If you know Miyazaki, this is, this is up your alley. Uh, and even if you don't, it's it's just it's a worthy ride, Todd. Nice. Um, I'm 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 right, um, right there. I, I landed on the three point seven before you mm-hmm. guys gave your yeah. numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's almost like I, I would compare this movie a little bit, and I think I've done this a lot in the past. So I got I got to I got to move on to another movie to compare it to. But this movie kind of reminded me of everything all at once, like everything everywhere all at once, in the sense that. I thought that too. It's absolutely ridiculous, and yeah. it's hard to follow at times. But you are just caught up in this whimsical ride. I mean, mm-hmm. this movie is a little bit more whimsical than the other movie, but mm-hmm. you're caught up in the ridiculousness. You're caught up in the story. You like, I really, even though I was so lost at times, yeah. when we were off to the races, mm-hmm. I was craving so much more. I just was yeah. like, I'm, I was eating it up, and. Um, if, if this was more spelled out like a Princess Mononoke, which I think is my favorite Miyazaki film, if this was more spelled out like a movie like that where it's not so it's not so filled with question marks, um, I could easily I could easily see a movie like this being like super high rated, like very much Maybe like four. almost a five, oh, like wow. um, or even a five. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean like. Um, I definitely support it. I definitely say go see it um, and form your your own opinion. I'm sure we'll be talking about this movie for a while um, and, and what everyone the, took out of it. And that's probably the point of the movie is I that everyone could take... got nominated for Golden Globe, best best movie, and I'm sure it'll get an Oscar consideration too. Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and, and honestly, this to me, this was a... Because I can't even remember the last Miyazaki film that came out. But I, I don't either. This was like almost to me. This is like showing, and I know that's not the point of the movie, no. but it was just, this is showing Disney how it's done. Disney's experimenting with their animation so much and going into like cell mm-hmm. technology and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this is like a blend of high end technique and 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 fe- you know, you know, that's, that's uh, old school. Animation. But then also old school. Like yeah. it's a nice blend of everything that I just feel like Disney has not been able to do. Um, and, I, and this guy's I been like doing that. it in Japan for, you know, how long now? 20 years? Long time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't get enough, and uh, I, hope, I hope people go see this. So Great. All right. Well, any last thoughts? I have a great thought, but I'm not going to share it on the podcast. So. Okay. Well, I will wow. chime in with, uh, if we're comparing it to other movies, another one I would say it's in the vein of, um, at least as far as visuals and just taking you on a journey. What dreams may come. Hmm. True. Yeah, the it, there's a reason. Movie. There's a reason why I say never any story because this like that's also another, kind of reminded another good, in good the thing. sense that like yeah you, you, you just, know once once Sebastian once goes off. into the world yeah. you're off to the races and nothing makes sense anymore like you're right. learning you're as just you go. Yeah. Um, I agree. And that's there's there's a place in the world for those movies like yes. to just get caught up in the whimsical nature of the movie, leave the world behind and just take a trip. Yep. That's definitely what this movie did. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we reviewed the movie A Boy 
and the heron. Yes. Uh, it's really a boy and the heron. I don't I think, think there's so. a. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. A boy. boy and the heron. Yes. Got there it. it is. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that correction. I will update the spreadsheet accordingly. <laughs> As you should. Um, well, we gave it an average rating of uh, 3.7, which was Todd's rating. So yep. he gets a perfect score for yes. this uh, podcast. <laughs> and um, we definitely recommend that you see it. And we think you'll like it. We think you'll be confused, but you'll still like it because it's pretty. Um, so, yeah. So thank you for listening to this podcast and any other ones that you've listened to, hopefully in chronological order. Yeah. And Sorry about the background noise of this one. Yeah. There's been a lot. It's been wild here, but we still appreciate you persevering and listening and subscribing and downloading and all those things. Keep on doing those things. And we will see you next time. Da-da-da-da. Da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.